This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti. Great to have you listening to us on all of our radio affiliates across the country, or if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for doing so. Be sure to tell a friend or 20 or 40 or 50 or as many as possible and happy Palm Sunday weekend. I love Palm Sunday. I love palms. I love Easter season. It's a great time of year. And if it weren't, if it wasn't for what happened on Easter, and we'll get into that a little bit next week's episode, none of us would have this hope, this incredible joy and peace in Jesus Christ. Our special guest on this Palm Sunday edition is former Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive back Ryan Smith. And I chose this interview for this episode specifically because almost every time I sit down with a player for an interview for Faith on the Field, I know going in. Now, obviously, of course, I do a lot of my interviews for AP and for the AP Pro Football Podcast, and there's a lot of crossover with many of these players and many of the coaches or whoever may be a guest on the show. But when I sat down with Ryan... I had no intention. It wasn't about it wasn't going to be for faith on the field. See, Ryan is going through and he played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2020 when they won the Super Bowl. He then went on and signed with the LA Chargers, tore his ACL, came back to the Buccaneers last year, ultimately was suspended by the NFL for 17 games. So I wanted to hear what happened, why he got suspended. So it was the interview was basically about that, how he's dealing with it, what he's doing with his time off, and um, you'll hear him detail this because he was suspended for using a banned substance after having ACL surgery on his knee. He thought it was because he got the prescription from a doctor, that it was something, uh, a medication that he could use. Obviously, the NFL and a lot of sports leagues have an extensive list of, of banned substances beyond what is legal, what is over-the-counter, or what may be a prescribed medication. So he's paying the consequences for it. But as we're talking and as we're having this conversation, he's discussing how his faith in the Lord has helped him through this adversity, how he's gone through some dark moments and some anxiety and depression since the injury and now with the suspension. And he said, it's his faith. It's his hope in Jesus. And, and I I thought what a great conversation. And I wasn't even anticipating by the end of the conversation. Like I, I felt this urge to kind of encourage him along even further. So you'll hear that coming up. But what I wanted to talk about, because what Palm Sunday is all about, and this weekend is all about, is it commemorates, it celebrates Jesus entering into Jerusalem, and he's greeted, it's a triumphant entry, and he's welcomed with open arms by all of his faithful followers, and some of them wave palms upon his arrival, and and it's kind of, it serves for Christians, it serves for us as a reminder of welcoming Jesus into our hearts and to demonstrate our willingness to follow him. And I I thought how wonderful this would be as leading into a conversation with Ryan where he's going through a difficult time, but it is his willingness to welcome Jesus into his heart that's helped him, that's allowed him 
to really go through this process because it's a time of uncertainty when you're suspended and at his age, and, and he's still young, 29, 30 years old. Um, he's been in the league for a few years. He was a fourth-round pick. He's mainly a special teams guy, can contribute at corner uh, in the secondary. But for the most part, this is a, a very uncertain time in his life and his future, and he's kind of at peace with it because he has welcomed Jesus into his heart, and he's willing to follow him. And when we do that, like this is such an awesome reminder, when we do that, it is these things that we go through. For Ryan, it's a suspension. It's some uncertainty in the NFL. It may be transitioning to a new career, and and there's a lot that goes on with that. We look at athletes and all the money they make and go, oh, they must have it made, but there is so so much that goes into it. Short careers, how well they saved their money, how much they made. There's a lot that goes into taxes too. So there's all of those elements to it and he's dealing with it. But when we, whatever we, whenever we welcome the Lord into our lives and accept him into our hearts and show our willingness to follow him as we celebrate all of that on this Palm Sunday weekend, that's where we can find that peace and that joy that's greater than anything else that the world can give us. And I talk about this probably every week. At some point during the episode, I'm going to mention it because I want people to realize, to see that there is hope that is in Jesus. There is a peace in the Lord that is far greater than anything else that we can pursue on our own. It's a tremendous feeling. Once you have that you want to share it with everyone. Once you have that, you want to show your willingness to follow him in in the good moments and in the bad moments. And I want to share that with others because I want people to see my joy and hope and peace in him so they can achieve it for themselves. While we're too busy sometimes pursuing all these earthly and worldly treasures in gain, we lose sight of the fact that the hope and joy is in Christ. And on this Palm Sunday weekend, I just want that to serve as a wonderful reminder for everyone as we celebrate with the palms. I love going to to church and and getting the the palms, and then sometimes, I don't know how to do it, but I I know, I'm sure Remy can make a a little cross out of it, and and some people can do these little cute little designs, and it's just, it's a beautiful time, a magical time of the year for all Christians as we celebrate Palm Sunday, but we celebrate the meaning of it, where Jesus, it's a triumphant entry into Jerusalem as he's ultimately it's going to lead to the cross for him. But as he comes in and all of his faithful followers, imagine being there in that crowd, seeing Jesus come in and just welcoming him. How would you you feel to welcome Christ, Jesus, into your house, into your your home for dinner? We, We have that opportunity every day to welcome him into our lives. And once we do that and we demonstrate our willingness to follow him, things change and things change in our life for the better. We may not understand some difficulties, some struggles, but we will always see that there is hope at the end and it is through him. So you'll hear what Ryan talks about in his story and how his faith in the Lord, he's at peace now. 
whatever happens in his career, he's got this peace because one, he knows he's not done playing. He knows he's got more, but God's got some in, in, and I mentioned this to him in Romans eight twenty eight. We talk about that often in all things. God works for the good. There's some good will come out of this. He said, he's finding himself. He's finding who out who he is. So you'll hear that up next. You'll hear from Ryan Smith. You're listening to faith on a field show presented by international justice mission. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on a Field Show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com. Since 1930, the Heritage family has proudly served the communities of South Jersey. From humble roots, Heritage's dairy stores now operates 33 convenient locations. Their desire is to become your convenience store of choice, not just because of their welcoming atmosphere, but because of their fresh, quality products. Heritage's milk is still the sweetest, coffee's hot and fresh, and Heritage's full-service delis offer the best local ingredients prepared and sliced on-site, far exceeding the competition. Heritage's Dairy Stores. It's not just our name, it's our heritage. This is Derek Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonafieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on a Field, and tell a friend or two about the show. I want to take a minute to thank all of our wonderful sponsors, International Justice Mission and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at faithonafieldshow.com. Our guest this week, Ryan Smith, has an interesting story. I talked about it at the top of the show. He played a big role in Tampa Bay special teams in 2020 when they won the Super Bowl, went to the Chargers in 21, tore his ACL, was back with the Bucks last season, then was ultimately suspended 17 games for using a banned substance. So he shares with me what happened, how he got that prescription to help him deal with a knee injury and didn't realize the medication was on the banned list for the NFL. He takes full responsibility for it, but you'll hear his side. But what I love is how God is helping him, how his relationship with the Lord is helping him through this trying time. Ryan, appreciate your time. I, I know you're going through a, a lot as far as your NFL career right now. I want to get into a little bit about winning the Super Bowl and playing for the Buccaneers. But before we get to that, tell me a little bit what's happening because you, at the end of last season, you received a, a full 17 game suspension. So what transpired? Yeah. Um, 
I tore my knee when I was playing with the Chargers. And I came home to do my rehab. Um, long story short, everything's going smoothly. I, I hit like a, I hit like a, um, a, a, a wall where for like a good two months of my rehab, I just wasn't, my knee wasn't working basically. Um, I was recommended to go to this, this doctor where they, you know, you could prescribe for um, some pills that make, that build a muscle around the knee, the, the weeks, the weak part of your knee. Um, you know, at this particular time, I was low-key depressed at a low point in my life. I never been through this type of situation before. Um, there's no excuse. I'm not making excuses to, you know, what happened. However, I was told, I was misled. I was told the wrong information. And um, when I signed with the Colts, um, did my drug test, not thinking nothing of it. I don't do drugs. You know, you can look at my history. I'm not, I'm not a smoker. I don't be popping pills, nothing like that. It's just an unfortunate situation. And um, I got test. I tested positive for, I forgot the name of the pills, honestly. Um, I took those pills in May. And I think within a week or two, I realized that they weren't even working. You know, so I stopped taking them. Um, I got tested in September when I got when I signed with the Colts. And, and unfortunately, those pills were still in my system. Um, it had nothing to do with football. It just it was just me trying to get back to where I was, you know, as far as health and strength. Um, I wasn't trying to get over anybody. I wasn't trying to cheat the system. That's not me. I mean, anybody can testify to my character. Um, so, yeah, it's just an unfortunate situation. Like I said, I wasn't trying to get one up on anybody. It was just I was at a low point. You know, I do take fault for not being certain about what I was putting in my body. I know we're supposed to be, we're supposed to know we put in our body. Um, however, I wasn't even on a on a team at the point. So technically, I feel like I wasn't even in the field. I didn't know the proper guidelines to go through. I didn't know I had to go through the league to even get prescribed for this. I got prescribed. I thought I was doing the right way, honestly. But for, unfortunately, I wasn't. And this is my situation. Um, it sucks. I'm paying for it, you know. And uh, But God willing, you know. I get back out there because I don't think I'm, I know I'm not done. I know I'm not done, but that's my situation right now. So you tore your ACL in 2021 playing for the Chargers, right? Yes. Uh, which knee, left or right? The right one. So you tore your right ACL and, and as you're re, you were rehabbing back at home or rehabbing. Yeah. yeah I, rehabbing the Chargers. Back I started, I started with the Chargers and then when the season ended, I came back home and I was doing my rehab and it was doing, it was, it was going well. Then I hit a rough patch, and yeah, I was just I was just at a low point, you know. Like I said, I never been depressed before. I'm the first time being depressed. I was going through a lot. Not making any excuses. Like I said, I know I'm supposed to be uh, be aware of what I put in my body, but I mean that's the, that's my situation. What, was the prescription from the doctor like it's an over the counter thing, right? You get a prescription, you go. Yeah, I got I got a prescription. I got prescribed by yeah. So it wasn't like I went to this like the CVS. I went to an actual. I forgot the name of the place, honestly. I was recommended to the place. I, I was told to go there. I was told other people go there. Other athletes go there. I thought it was legit. You know, I just just wasn't, I guess it wasn't just legal as far as NFL has. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, uh, I wasn't pretty sure. But, but you took that for the knee or you took that for the depression, the anxiety, what oh, you're no. feeling? I took that for my knee. Okay. But I'm saying at the time, like that rough patch I hit, it was like really tough. And I wasn't thinking 
of a banned substance. I was thinking I'm trying to get better. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and on top of that, like I said, I wasn't on, I wasn't even signed to a team. So I wasn't mm-hmm. even thinking banned substance. I'm thinking I'm, this is prescribed. So God forbid that it is banned. I'm prescribed. It's not like I was trying to cheat the system, you know? And I'm not saying that I'm right for thinking that, but I'm not, I don't, I don't say I'm wrong either. Like I was, I wasn't trying to cheat, cheat anything or anybody. Is there was there an appeal system? Did you, your agent, the PA, did you guys go through an appeals process and try to explain your situation? Yeah, so um, we try to do that. However, um, I guess I guess they're very strict when it comes to this type of stuff. So it really doesn't matter like what your reasoning was. It's either in your system or it's not. It doesn't matter when you took it. And that, that's the I try to plead my case. Like I had the proof of the the date when I took it, when I stopped taking it, why I took it. I had all that documented. Um, but they say it doesn't matter. It's just whenever you sign a contract, you're subjected to anything in your system. So you you take it in in May. You sign with the Colts. Then you, you end up playing a little bit with the Buccaneers, but then your suspension comes in December. Is that because of the appeals process took that long? Yeah, yep, yep. I um I tried to appeal it, and then when I realized that my appeal wasn't going to work, I pulled it up. I pulled it back, so my suspension can start, and I can get back on the field sooner than later. I was hoping that me documenting, me proving, you know, why I took it when I took it that it would help, but it, it didn't. So I figured just, there's no point of me going through with the appeal process. I just took, I just withdrew from it and try to start my, I could have started it sooner if I didn't try to appeal. Unfortunately, even with that, I got the wrong information. You know what I'm saying? If I knew that it's nothing I could say or do to win this appeal process, I would have just went on, went on with it when I got the suspension letter, you know, but I tried to fight it. So it kind of prolonged my suspension a little bit. At this point, have you served any of those games? Because it came down in December, or, or you still got 17 games to go? Yeah, so I served three. I could have served seven last year, mm. but instead I tried to do a appeal process. So now I only served three, so now I got to miss another 14, which sucks. Um, but like I said, this is my situation. I'm not going to dwell on it. It is what it is. And I'm staying in shape. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm my time won't come. So what is it like for you now? This offseason, you're a free agent, right? So yeah. technically you could sign, but teams know you're going to be suspended for the first 14 games. I, I guess you're not anticipating, like, are you getting calls or people are like more, more or less waiting for you to come off and be available? I assume that they're, they're waiting for me to come off to be available. And, you know, God willing, a team signs me, sees that I still got it, you know, that this need doesn't bother me at all and I still can play. I wish I would prove when I when I um, my suspension is up. However, um, right now I'm just staying in shape, trying to find different avenues, uh, trying to find out who Ryan Smith is outside of football, you know, things like that. So it's kind of like I'm trying to find a positive out of this. You know, so that's what I have going on right now. So what are you doing? Uh, are, are you are you doing some modeling? I heard. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of modeling, not really like a runway type modeling, but like you know, like printed modeling, just. Uh, wearing clothes, making it look good type stuff. Um, trying to get into some acting as well. Cause I have, I think my personality, I fit that type of uh, world. Um, so I'm just trying to, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what I could do outside of playing football. So when you're suspended, like the NFL just did a whole thing called NFL career tours. Right. And, and they take some players, former players, current players, and, and they, they get them involved in various aspects of, 
it was like music industry. Some went to Nike, some went to like uh, some film and different things. Like, are you even eligible for that? Like, are you, in, can you be invited to do stuff or once when you're suspended, you're just like, can't do anything league related. That's a great question. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, I wasn't, I haven't seen if I can do that. And I haven't even asked my agent or anything. I'm not okay. sure. I had to, I had to ask a good question. I had to ask. I didn't even think to ask that. Yeah, especially if you're looking into, because I, I spoke to Darren Waller, who just got traded mm-hmm. to the Raiders, and he was at Interscope Records yesterday, and he was talking about like music career and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, this is, they prepare you guys, right? They prepare you for life after football. So there's a lot of resources out there, and, and I was just wondering if, if they're available to you. Tell me a little bit, man, about your journey, though, to get to this point getting drafted by the Buccaneers, you play corner, you become like really a special teams ace on the Super Bowl championship team. What was that like? Yeah, man, being drafted was was really dope, honestly, because I didn't really expect to get drafted until late in my senior year. I went to school, always, you know, put in the atmosphere, I'm going to the NFL. But being drafted was never a thought because I went to a small school. With no, nobody really came out of my school. Nobody really didn't even know who my, who my school was. Um, but I just kept playing. I already knew I could play, you know. So getting drafted was definitely an accomplishment. It was a blessing. Uh, and then uh, uh, the Super Bowl, that was just – that was all – that was lit. That was like – that was top two best times of my life. Then the parade – all that, you know, it was a, it was a COVID year, but we made it work, you know. So um, to 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 go through all that, coming from where I came from, and had to, you know, get over the humps that I had to get over. You know, it was it was amazing. It was it was definitely amazing. At what point in that year did you kind of get that feeling like, hey, we got Tom Brady, Gronk, AB, Lenny Fournette, like all these guys are coming in. At what point did you feel like we could do something special this season? Man, honestly, I've been felt like we could do something special prior to, you know, that Super Bowl run because if you think about it, we had all the pieces. Like, we we had all the pieces in every position. We just needed that general, that field general, you know. When t- so when time came, I was like, oh, yeah, we good. And then we added more pieces. I said, there's no way we can lose, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not shocked at all we got to the Super Bowl and won it. Um, even the Chiefs, like, we lost to the Chiefs early that year came back and beat them like man we 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 knew what we can do you know what I'm saying once we start playing for each other start playing stop playing for ourselves man the sky was the limit and we proved that you know by winning the super bowl how different was it when you came back last year cuz the team was going through you know they ended up winning the division but it, it just wasn't the same and you, you kind of had that sense like it was Tom's last ride yeah it was uh honestly when i came back it was like i never left honestly it it was everything the vibe was the same Nothing. The 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 the, the um, winning aspect was kind of different, obviously, you know. But um, the vibe, as far as me knowing everybody and just acting like I never left, and the coaches and um, the staff, it was just cool. I got I was welcomed with open arms. Um, it was me. I was still coming off that ACL injury though, so you know I was still working with that. But other than that, it was cool. You know, I was happy to see my guys again. Um, unfortunately, you know, the suspension messed me up, but yeah, it was cool being back with everybody. Uh, are you staying in, in touch with some of the guys and any relationships that you have? Like, I mean, especially you go through something like this, the suspension, that'd be hard, man. Obviously, you know, you said 
the knee thing had you kind of feeling a little bit depressed. Are you, how, how are you making sure that you, you don't fall into that? Yeah, um, God, honestly, like I, I, I lean on him a lot, and he's the reason why I'm 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 in good spirits now. You know, like I feel like it's it's more stuff I've been I went through outside of my knee, outside of my suspension that I was already going through. So so the knee kind of tacked onto that. Then suspension came out of nowhere because that that was just like that caught me off guard. So me just praying and just accepting uh, things for what they were, you know, so I can't I can't do nothing to fix it. You know, was, I just got to suck it up, take it to the chin and just, you know, see who I really am as far as my character. You know, that's not about, you know, what you go through is how you get how you get through it. And that's kind of how I go through life, try to find a positive out of things. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm regardless of football is over for me or not. Like, I'm so blessed to even get this far coming from where I came from. So I can't be I can't be too mad, you know. I'm going to say something to you, and I think you can appreciate it, being that you said you pray and God's helping you through this. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with this Bible verse, Romans 8:28. In all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who are called to serve his purpose. So even in this moment for you, man, like as you're going through this, I'm feeling like you will find something good. Like some good will come out of any negative situation for those who are believers, for those who pray. Like, I didn't mean to preach to you today, but uh, no, it's all good. It's all yeah, good. I, I think whether it's modeling, whether it's finding yourself off the field, you, you'll come through this and you'll be better for it. Definitely. I was actually talking to God the other day. I was just um, I was driving home and I'm like, God, is this why you sat me? He really sat me down, he really sat me down, had to like reflect about. What am I doing wrong? What do I have to grow? Where do I have to grow? You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I got to get closer to him. It's never we're never close enough to God. You know what I'm saying? So, but I've really, I've really been finding myself and who I am, how strong I am mentally and physically out of all of this because I had no choice. I had no choice but to. If I if I was going to keep dwelling on it, I wasn't going to get better as a person. You know what I'm saying? And God forbid, who knows what I would have done? You know? So, I thank Him every day that I'm just here in this position, even if it's not exactly where I want to be. He never said my journey is going to be smooth sailing. You know what I'm saying? But he did say he's going to be with me through it all. So we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Amen, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. That's it for this week. Thank you to Ryan Smith. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on a Field Show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com.